pick your class and learn your battle points. Because it's time for the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. Welcome to episode 187 of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. I'm your host, Sage Goodwin, joined by my brother and co-host, Sam Goodwin. Hello there. In this episode, we'll be talking about the March update that was delayed to mid-April and what it could possibly bring to Battlefront. Let's get started. How's quarantine been, Sam? Good. Good? Minecraft. Minecraft. <laughs> That's what I've been doing, a lot of Minecraft. Built this cool medieval wall and tower. Pretty proud. Also, a lot of Apex, too. Yep. And you, you were playing some Battlefront the other day. Yes, man. I've been racking up the XP on my uh, Assault. I was playing with some friends on um, Supremacy as well as some co-op, which was good. I really enjoyed it. Finally good to be back and playing Battlefront. There wasn't any Battlefront on a trip. <laughs> there could have been if you wanted to pay um, some extra for some luggage or kick out the camera gear for the Xbox, you know. No. <laughs> or put it in your pants. I don't I don't think some is that an Xbox? You're just happy to see me. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's, it's an Xbox One actually. But yeah, it's been good so far. We're greatly enjoying playing the game again. Um getting back into the groove of things, we've got some awesome stuff planned for the month of April, so be prepared. Today as we're uh, tomorrow as we're recording, we're recording this on Tuesday, March thirty first. Tomorrow on Wednesday. I'm waking up at like 5.30. That whole day will be filled with interviews with some special guests announcing a new thing. Keep your eyes peeled. I've got some cool stuff coming up. But now let's get into the main meat of the show, which is the delayed March update. Most of you have probably seen the news. Uh, the March update was delayed due to the current state of the world with uh, COVID-19 and the process of moving over all of the developers to work from home took a little bit more time and took away from development time as they got their setups put together at home. They are back. The update has been moved to mid-April instead of when we expected it last week or so in March. So let's go into the details of what exactly was said about this update. Ben Walk tweeted on Twitter, he's still he's still a part of the DICE team until the Scarif update is out, he said on Reddit. Quick update on the Battle of Scarif, which is moving into mid-April. Full details here, including some details on the update, which will include new appearances, supremacy within the Age of Rebellion, as well as a new way to play offline. Naturally, we're all disappointed by this, but the team's health and well-being is always going to be the primary focus for us. Moving an entire studio into a work-from-home setup is no easy task, which has caused some knock-on effects to our workflows. The Battles on Scarif update is coming, and it has some great content within it. We can't wait to see you on the battlefront and equipped win a couple of fresh appearances. What fun. What fun? <laughs> what 
fun. We know you want the update. We're working to bring it to you as fast as we can. Work continues on the game, but the adjustment from the office environment into our homes has caused some knock-on effects to our workflows. As a result, we have decided to move it to mid-April. This is our new target time frame, but as the situation continues to develop, we will keep you posted on any further timing adjustments. The next update will see Supremacy arrive for the Age of Rebellion, headlined by the return to the tropical planet of Scarif. The mode will also feature a number of of Age of Rebellion locations. We have some updates for instant action, including the addition of Age of Rebellion, as well as a new way to play offline. Both co-op and heroes versus villains will be receiving some additional locations, and we can confirm that there will be some new hero and villain appearances arriving as well. As a reminder, we have also enabled double XP. So these are some of the comments that were made on that Reddit post. None of the skins are for Han. Halla freaking Luya. <laughs> We need another Han skin, I don't know about you. What do you mean the, uh, what are we up to, like eight different skins for Han's not enough? I always use another Han skin. <laughs> That's called sarcasm, dearest. <laughs> well, um, I mean, disappointment for the update, but then again, I mean, with the state of things in the world, I mean, you can't really be mad at them. No, and you shouldn't be. I mean... Completely understandable. Y you shouldn't be mad at them because at it's something we, unavoidable. At least they did give us a, some information to tie us over until it does release. Yes. And once they do get set up in their homes, it'll be good to go, so yes. even in the future as well, depending the, on how long this lasts, for sure. The main question that is a, on a lot of people's minds, one, they had a question, why can't you just release some of the content now that's already done? And that was answered with this tweet right here from Ben Wong. We are usually working on updates right up until they release. Development is more than the actual thing, which is in this case, which in this case would be appearances. There are other things that need doing, such as all the checks and procedures that are carried out before we release anything. Splitting the update up and pulling things from our build and turning them into individual releases would be more work than you think, and likely push dates even further. Game development is a complex mechanism, and things are rarely done at a push of a button. So if they were to separate this, it would mess up a lot of different things on their side as well as our side. With an update, a lot of things are tied to that update number, and if you can't just copy and paste the new update to just the specific. It's usually updated as a batch. Another thing people are wondering, and this has not been answered, is whether or not we will be getting the April update that was already scheduled, as far as we know, still in late April or whether or not that's going to be pushed back to May. I mean, I wouldn't put it past them to put it to May, honestly. Yeah. And you said they haven't answered it either, so that's not very promising. But I don't I don't see why they wouldn't have already, because they, they do this and get your hopes up, and then they push it back even further. Yeah, they, they should just put a later date if they were going to do that. I mean, they should know. What I'm thinking is happening is they are still very hopeful that they'll be able to get the April update out as well. And they don't want to announce that it's canceled quite yet or move forward. So they're just keeping quiet on it. Right. But I would rather them say something later and then as a surprise get it earlier than the the opposite of that. You know? Yeah, so it like right now, be like the April update is more than likely going to be pushed back into May. And hey, surprise, it's in April actually. Uh -huh. Wait See? a second, we gotcha. Instead of disappointment, that um, provides excitement. Ladies and gentlemen, we got them. <laughs> right, and they've, they've had a habit of doing this, coronavirus or not, <laughs> so. Yeah, they have a habit of waiting until the last second before they move anything back. 
or announced that. So we'll see. Um, I'll be definitely looking forward to seeing how the communication for these updates happens. Another thing a lot of people are wondering about is if this will con- this game will continue past that April marker. We haven't gotten any official words quite yet. Just off of the top of my head, from what they've said in the past, they're, they're still working on this game. There's still going to be content, there's still going to be updates coming, and patch fixes, and all of this stuff. So I don't think this will end the game. If anything, I think the game will become more popular because of people are realizing how great it is just in and of itself yeah if it was going to be ending it'd be a more i would at least i would hope it'd be a more spectacular ending yes so it'd be releasing way more content but yeah i definitely see them continuing support after this Mm -hmm. like last episode um we actually have some follow-up on that later on in this episode but last episode we talked about whether or not a battlefront 3 is necessary we don't really think it is but if it was going to happen what would it be in terms of eras and we came to the conclusion that battlefront 2 just has a lot more life left to give and there isn't a need for it right now yes yeah, as, as far as the um engine is you know lenient towards what they're doing and everything like as far as gameplay goes and graphics goes as long as that holds up i mean they can keep releasing content for years definitely especially with the format they have already which is hopping um through era to era rather than being limited by an era that mm-hmm. they set at the beginning of the game so this game i mean i don't i don't really see it going for a few years but if they wanted to they could continue support for a while I think we've at least got another year left in it, if not more. There will not be a community transmission this week. The whole update goes to April. So hopefully a few days before mid-April, we'll be able to get some more information on this update. Now let's go into our expectations or wants for the skins being added to the game. Again, we've talked about this many times in the past. I think our main one is Darth Maul. Robot Legs Darth Maul? Um, my number one is definitely uh, Chancellor Palpatine or Senate Palpatine. Mm-hmm. There have been some rumors. Someone apparently has sources, so take this with a grain of salt. They had to name any sources, and they I don't think they've had any history with predicting things or claiming to have sources in the past. But uh, these people, this sourceless person here, whoever they are, said that it'll be Revenge of the Sith Palpatine, the red-robed, Cyborg Maul from the Clone Wars, battle-damaged Vader from Rebels, and then Bespin Luke. This is definitely a crowd-pleaser, if this is correct. Yes. I think I think it's all but confirmed that we're getting Robot Legs Maul. I think they would be crazy cakes if they weren't going to give Maul one of people's favorite characters, and one that has so many iconic skins throughout the series. Did I just hear the phrase crazy cakes? Or... Was that just my ears messing with me? I said crazy cakes. Okay. Don't ever say that again. <laughs> um, I'm not sure if they would add all of these skins. I mean, I would love it because this is like my list here. Yeah. Besides, I mean, now that they say Bespin Luke, I, I would definitely like Bespin Luke. But yeah, those skins are amazing. Um, damaged Darth Vader would be awesome. And it fits because we already have damaged um, Grievous. So yes. it would be too out of place. So these these are like the skins that most people want. And I think at this point, if they weren't, if they were, if they skimp out on Palpatine once again, yeah, it's going to be very, very disappointing because he's such an iconic character. He has so many different outfits 
in right. the movies. More than just the emperor skin with the robes. He's got, I think, I think it's like 11 or 12 different outfits on in, in just the movies alone. Yeah, any prequel hero or villain is going to have a lot of costumes, skins, uh, skin potential. Yeah, I'd definitely be most excited for the, uh, the Palpatine. Second would <laughs> definitely be Darth, uh, Darth Maul. I mean, a lot of these characters have just gotten zero love. I mean, like we said, Han and Lando have gotten crazy amount of Han, skins. Lando, Leia's got a pretty decent amount. Luke has a couple. A Luke few. has quite a few. Ray has a lot, and most of them look the same. <laughs> yeah, so this is like the dream list. Hopefully it's true. It could just be someone saying, oh, hey, you know, I know someone who knows someone who's in video games, and they're pretty sure that these skins are coming. Yeah, we haven't had too many leaks, it seems, like this in quite a while. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure because apparently they've been keeping it pretty tight so far. So I'm not sure. We'll just have to see if this is a really reliable um, source after this, I guess. Yeah, I'm very hopeful since they mentioned skins and they've been teasing different skins. So I think at this point we're getting a lot of the fan favorite ones. Or at least I hope we're getting a lot of the fan favorite ones. The ones have been spoken about for quite some time. So, fingers crossed that we're getting these skins. I'm very interested about a new way to play offline. What do you think this is in relation to? I'm not 100% sure. I hope it is like instant action, but being able to play co-op would right. be cool, yeah, like that's split-screen that's what came co-op. Mind. Um, another thing that could be cool is a Starfighter offline version or any of the other game modes turned into an offline version would be nice to see as well. Right, yeah, there's a lot of potential in just game modes that have been explored in instant action and i hope eventually we get the majority if not all of them in instant action that'd be a really cool goal goal to set but yeah co-op is very plausible i can see that definitely being in um especially split screen that would work perfectly yeah, i would love split every time i play that i'm disappointed that i can't play it with and it's already someone like 90 percent ai so might as well be in instant action at this point yeah, so I'm, I'm very much looking forward to that. I think it would be an awesome addition to the game. I think it's very interesting that they mentioned it because that's something that a lot of people in the community really like, me included. Yeah, I love them. Instant action love. Yes. <laughs> I said love two times and that. Yeah, instant action, great way to play. and Co-op would work perfectly, like we said. Mm-hmm. Or just, I would I would love to instant action just be, be able to be split screen or what have you, or some of the other game modes, like we said earlier, put into um, offline, or it could be something completely new, which would be awesome to see. Capital Supremacy? Yeah, there's just an untapped potential in that. Mm-hmm. That's what I really liked about uh, Battlefront 2015, is you could hop in those hop in those private parties up in the top right yes. corner, and that was like a basically an offline type thing. It was obviously online, but it felt like it. Because mm-hmm. you could get that, that minimum amount and have a lot of fun just running around the gigantic map trying to hunt each other I, w- I would really love to see that, especially like in a versus type situation, mm-hmm. like capital supremacy offline versus split screen. That'd be amazing. Yes. Command your armies. That would be a complete throwback to Battlefront 2 as well. Now let's talk about, we, we got a review on iTunes that had some questions, so I wanted to cover those. Also, we're, we're almost, we were two reviews away on iTunes and Apple Podcasts from 100 reviews. It would be greatly appreciated if you helped us out. 
This one's a five-star review. This is from Chris Fury, exclamation point. I'm more of a new player to this game, aka noob. I was wondering if there was a website that has the complete guide with skins, vehicles, and ships, guns, special abilities. I know there's an EA website that gives a guide, but some of the things on the website haven't been updated. This is very true. A lot of the things on that website are very outdated, uh, going back to when the game first launched. Right, and that's a reoccurring theme because the previous game had like all the starting things and they never updated it. Yes, so Battlefront 2015, their website had, they had a guide before the game came out of all of the different modes, what they're about, and what what have you. And it never got updated past that. <laughs> right, and that went in tandem with the uh, the companion app too. Mm-hmm. Which, which I greatly enjoyed the companion Yeah, it was app. a lot of fun until it didn't work. Because <laughs> uh-huh. we spent, because the big thing was getting the jump pack before the game came out. Yes. But we did every one of the challenges, but once we got into it, it said we, did, we didn't do any of them and we didn't get the credits to buy it. But yeah, they need to start updating this stuff because this is some really handy information for, for starting yeah, players. It'd be awesome to see an official one. My suggestion for Chris here is to go on YouTube. Uh, people like Sammy Boy or Battlefront Updates has some how-tos as well. There are a lot of people in this community on YouTube that have some great how-to videos. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff like that. And also, singular guides dedicated to a certain item like weapons, there's weapon guys yes. too. Um, Sammy Boy has a plethora of hero and reinforcement videos. So I definitely recommend his channel. They're great, they're entertaining, as well as extremely educational and well put together. So I definitely recommend his, as well as I think Elliot had one where he went through how to play as well. But there are a lot of different videos on that. That's what I would recommend. There used to be some gaming websites specifically for EA Star Wars, or for Star Wars games, but I don't think any of them are around anymore. And once you learn the, the base of the weapons and everything, it's it's pretty straightforward because they're not really releasing any new new like star cards or weapons. So exactly. once you get that information down, you should be set. So the last thing that I have for this episode, last episode we talked about Battlefront 3 and a whole lot of other ideas around Battlefront. Your questions on Twitter. The main one was um, from Dusty Ricketts as well as Angsty Kylo Ren. And he specified his question. This is a great episode. Thanks for taking my questions. For next time, I mostly meant gameplay mechanics slash modes that people would want in a Battlefront 3. For example, ship to ground combat, bodyguards for heroes, more classes slash guns, etc. So what kind of game modes and mechanics and gameplay would you think a Battlefront 3 would have to have? Um, I can say what I would like it to have. Personally, would like it to very much resemble uh, original Battlefront 2. I know I was really excited for this one to do that with the class-based systems, but didn't really, um, didn't really um, meet my expectations. So, I mean, I would just like to see a throwback to that and add a bunch of different um, classes in that. Because I'm not the biggest fan of the class system in this game. I mean, it works well. And I enjoy the gameplay, but I definitely think that could be worked on a little bit too. Really just improving on what this game has and and they definitely have enough feedback to do so for sure. Yeah. My main thing would be the gameplay mechanic, making it a little more tighter. Something much more similar to Titanfall or Apex. Because I think Apex and Titanfall is some of the best gameplay in multiplayer shooters I have ever experienced. Very robust. Yes. Robust, tight, smooth. So that's that's something I would like, something much more refined than we currently have. And it is developed by EA, so, I mean, they have all that information. 
But not to the point. I wouldn't like the gameplay to be the point of like Call of Duty type first person feeling. Yeah, no. Battlefront definitely has a fill, so definitely keep that going yeah. forward. I would definitely want them to keep the option for third person because that's mostly what I play in. And honestly, like we said um, last episode, a battle royale type of game mode would be so awesome. Yes, that would be really, really awesome even, to see. I mean, even similar to Apex because you can't rip off your own game. I mean, it, it's yours. You're not, <laughs> you can't really, you're not capable of that with the same like system with attachments for weapons, a drop-in type situation. Obviously not going to work with canon, but it'd be so much fun to have. And mm-hmm. it's a theme, you know, with Star Wars theme Battle Royale. It would definitely be awesome to see something like that. As far as game modes go, I think that it would have to have something along those lines of Walker Assault uh, or Galactic Assault in Battlefront 2. That's something that's a staple of the EA DICE Battlefront games currently. And I greatly enjoy that. I think right off the bat, they would have something alongside a Galactic Conquest type mode, especially in terms of capturing command posts, something along the lines of supremacy. I would love to see something, a huge callback to the original Battlefronts, which which is Galactic Conquest. Yeah, because at this point, they have the two games if they were making a third one, um, and they can just cherry pick what worked in each game and kind of do a combination mm-hmm. and then add some new stuff. And that would be a great game because there's stuff I like, really like in Battlefront 2015 and there's stuff that I think they improved on. And if they combine the two games in a sense, it would be a really, really great experience. I think it was uh, Scout the Trooper on Twitter um, had this very hot take um, in terms of ground to space combat. He said it's never going to happen and the gameplay wouldn't work. There is one way, though, that I could see it working, and that is through the use of AI. He's right on one front. If you separate that, you'd have to either have a lot of people or limit the amount of people that can go up. That could be a different objective. But what would really help that is the option to go into space, but have AI stay down as well as other people and have them still claiming the objective on the ground as well as the one in space. Right. That that is a really good point because you don't really think about that because the amount of people that it would require, even 100 people probably wouldn't be enough because... There would be a lot be of people picking, in space. Yeah, there'd be there'd be people on one side more than the other. Yeah, and it wouldn't work out. So, yeah, I definitely could see the AI option working, and that's how that's how it really helped in the Battlefront to the original one with the space going hopping to and from ship. It's all the AI really yeah, helps out. You're not you're not fighting against a bunch of other people. That's a hundred percent against AI who do their own thing and have their objectives that they're already claiming on the ground that don't affect you. And I could definitely see, be, or see that being a strictly instant action game mode, ground to combat, split mm-hmm. screen type. Yeah. You know, you either you're on the same team versus AI or you split up and mm-hmm. versus each other. That'd be, like, that'd be so much fun. Uh, co-op, if you want to do online, you already have a bunch of other, like three yeah, other co-op people. would also be a great format for that, a great medium. Um, but I, that's the only way that I would see it working because of how the game development situation is, especially in multiplayer. When we think about the ground space combat, it was in a game and an era where online gameplay just wasn't a thing. Or if it was, it was there. It was a thing, but it wasn't as robust as it is now or as expected as it is now. When you're buying Battlefront 2 in 2005, you weren't expecting to play with your friends in Australia you were expecting to play uh, either on a LAN party or with your buddies on split screen. Right, yeah. And honestly, be perfect in instant action or co-op, so I could definitely be 
or see that happen happening. Yeah, but like I said, as far as gameplay mechanics, I mean, I really like how they developed this game. I don't really see the need for a, th a third game. But cherry picking um, certain mechanics from each game would be a really great combination. Yeah. I think that the biggest thing that they should change if there is a Battlefront 3 would be the hero system and how that works because they've learned a lot of things since Battlefront 2015 came out. So I think they could implement a lot of different changes to that system as well. Yeah, as far as um, gameplay mechanics, nothing's really speaking to me unless they like completely change what they're going for in the last two games mm -hmm. and like completely change up the, uh, the entire um, uh, situation like completely go off the rails mm -hmm. and that could really work for a third game either going completely in a different direction everyone's thinking or staying in this lane and kind of combining the two games are the only two directions that i can logically think of they could do something along the lines of overwatch 2 where they have the main game overwatch 2 is an infinite game it's never going to end it's been around five years and they released a overwatch 2 which was basically story-based so i think if they were going to do a battlefront 2 or battlefront 3 it could be a, a, a campaign game they recently uh kotaku ran a story uh jason schreier who is well-respected and a has great sources said that they recently canceled a battlefront spinoff so that could have been what it was was a uh, campaign based video game in in the battlefront franchise right because we have jedi fallen order that came out so i mean if they wanted to because we had the multiplayer side with Battlefront, single player side with Jedi Fallen Order. But if they wanted to kind of meet in the middle and instead of releasing another offshoot, a single player based story game, they could put it in the lines of Battlefront and kind of focus all their, their um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? other assets into one pool there yeah so it could be interesting if they wanted to go completely off the rails where it's just a they keep on supporting for the multiplayer battlefront 2 and that's their multiplayer uh pillar and then they have a bunch of spin-off or completely separate uh, single player campaign based games because like we said earlier in the episode i mean this game could go on as long as the engine permits for a long time mm -hmm. so if they did want to just commit this to the multiplayer side and then just make offshoots, like you said. That would be a perfect format. Yeah. And I think a topic once we get closer to the release of the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X, a great topic would be what happens once those things come out. Because that's that's definitely something that could affect the life of this game very much if they don't want to port it over. Yeah, that is an interesting topic to bring up. Because new consoles is really a killer to games when you think about mm -hmm. it. This console generation is different though because it's much more open it's much more uh, backwards compatible so we shall see once we get closer there isn't really much information to go off right now um, but i think that's about it for this episode as always you can follow us on twitter at swb podcast twitter.com slash swb podcast we've got uh we cover news on there as well as different thoughts on different aspects of the game we communicate with you the listener and a bunch of other people on there and we'll be announcing something really cool very soon. So if you want to be on the front lines of that, follow us on there. You can also follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash swbpodcast at swbpodcast. We're on TikTok as 
as a WB podcast as well. So definitely follow us on there. Still figuring TikTok out in terms of content creation there, but we want to add more stuff. You can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash battlefrompodcast, or on PayPal, paypal.me slash tie-dye sheep, T-Y-E-D-Y-E-S-H-E-E-P, like friend of the podcast, Daniel Schilling. A great free way to support the show, like we mentioned earlier, is through leaving a review on iTunes or Apple Podcast, anywhere that has podcasts and you can leave a review would be greatly appreciated, as well as a share to your friends and family that play Battlefront. Our Gmail is battlefrontpodcast at gmail.com and also our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. If you have topics, we'd love to hear them. If you have thoughts, we'd love to hear them as well. You can reach us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, email, YouTube, all of the places. You can listen to the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, as well as Spotify. Wherever you find podcasts, you can find this show. As always, thanks for listening. And may the Force be with you. Okay. Okay. If this is real, we're getting uh, Revenge of the Sith. No, Return... Yeah, Revenge of the Sith. Uh For some reason, I always did Rise of uh, the Skywalker, but it's actually Rise of Skywalker. T-Raz and then Uh, Raz. Raz. Traz. Count the V. Uh Because it's the Force Awakens TFA. Okay. Oh, my gosh. This is your captain speaking. There will no longer be any flights headed to or from any destinations. Flights are currently closed. What? Oh. What the heck? Why do you got that freaking cutting board out here? Because I made that video. Cutting board. What do you, do? What do you got that cutting board you got that cutting board out here for? Testing, testing, one, two, three. It sounds three. fine. Testing, Does testing, it? one, two, three. One, two, three. Hmm. Oh, my. <laughs> Sounds like the penguin in 1966 Batman. Sounds like um, <laughs> the one dude in uh, Master Disguise, the disguisey. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs>